I got the best advice from Bob Proctor, and it's timeless and relevant right now for you and me. So stick with me for today's episode where I unpack three solid pieces of information and advice that can help you and me get out of the rat race. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. You know, after the passing of Bob Proctor, recently we lost a legacy, an incredible human being. I started going through old photos that um, I had of myself and he and I in a small group or together, and I found this video from back in 2017 when I first started working with Bob. I met him back in 2016 at Sci Seminars in California, and then I started working with him straight away in 2017. And there was a video, uh, it was a group of us, a small group of us went to Hawaii, and we worked with him uh, at an offsite for like a week. And he was working one-on-one with us and in the small group of 15 of us. And so this video um, popped up, I found it, and I just loved watching it, and I shared it with my clients on one of our group coaching calls. But I, I found that it was relevant even now, and I, it was relevant to my clients, and I wanted to share it with you. So at the time, I'll kind of set the stage, I was in the military, and I was already leaving my house at 6.30 in the morning to commute to work, and then getting home at like 6.30 at night, and I knew that I was going to retire soon, so I was preparing for that. And, and I was also working on my coaching business and trying to get that off the ground in my, my spare time. I didn't have a whole lot of spare time. And um, I was just sharing with him, you know, where I was in my journey. And um, he asked me, you know, how much are you working? You know, I was always in the mindset of, yeah, you got to be in the hustle. And if you're building a, a side hustle, or you're building a business as you're transitioning out of another one, you had to work really hard and you had to put in a lot of time and a, a lot of effort. And it just simply wasn't true. So this advice really helped me kind of lighten up a little bit. And when I did that, that's when my business started to take off. So first he said in the midst of this video was plant a spiritual seed So that's the first piece of information that I heard over the course of this 30-minute conversation. Set a goal and put a timeline to it. Oftentimes, when I'm working with clients and we first start working together, they're reluctant to set a really big, beautiful, worthy goal for themselves. That in and of itself is difficult and it's a challenge to overcome because we're used to setting smart goals. They're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're realistic, and then there's a timeline attached to it. But usually we're playing small. We're setting goals that we either think we can do or goals that we've done similarly in the past. And we're basing our expectation of achieving that goal based on what we've done in the past. 
But the type of goal setting that I teach and that Bob has taught me is setting a goal that's worthy of you and your unlimited potential. And so when somebody sets a goal like that, immediately they're reluctant to put a timeline to it because the the fear kicks in. Well, what if I fail? What if I don't make this? You're just guessing at the timeline. When you set a goal that is this beautiful and worthy of you, you're not playing small. You're not setting a smart goal. You're not basing it on what you've done in the past. You're basing it on your wants and desires, but you're planting a spiritual seed and you are committed to reaching that goal. Again, you're guessing at the time. So maybe you set this big, beautiful goal and you, the timeline is a year from now, but put a date on it. And it's interesting because I was doing some study this morning, reading Thomas Troward's essays, which in this uh, session, when I was working with Bob, this was the essay that he had asked uh, the group of us to read over and over and over again. And for like 90 days thereafter, But at this point, you're setting a spiritual seed, you're setting a goal, you're putting a timeline to it, but you're not involving yourself and worrying yourself about the how. I know that sounds weird, but usually, and this is what I was taught, if you didn't know how, you didn't set the goal. I would always want to know how I was going to do it, and then I would commit. But you're always going to be creating the same level of results. If you do that, you're going to be moving laterally and not forward. So I want to read this paragraph that I marked in my book. So Thomas Troward is talking about entering into the spirit of it instead of entering into kind of the mechanical, analytical way of doing things. Your analytical mind is great if you recognize that that analytical mind is a servant to your heart and to your desires. So entering by entering into the spirit of anything in, oh, wait, nope, wrong, wrong one. Ah, here we go. We habitually look at the mechanical side of things by preference to any other. So the physical doing of something, we want to know how it's going to be done and what are the mechanisms that we're going to use to get there. Everything is done mechanically from the carving on a piece of furniture to the arrangement of the social system. It is the mechanism that must be considered first and then spirit has to be fitted into those mechanical exigencies. We enter into the spirit or we, went, we enter into the mechanism of it instead of into the spirit of it. And so by doing that, we limit spirit and refuse to let it have its own way. And then, as a consequence, we get entirely mechanical action and complete our circle of ignorance by supposing that this is the only sort of action there is. So what is that saying? It's, it's saying that we rely typically on the mechanical way of doing things, the mechanism for getting somewhere. And when we make that our point of support and, and our point of support whereby we're, we're making decisions based on that particular path, we're limiting, we're limiting ourselves. I'm getting all flustered because I'm excited about this. We're, the spirit is talking through me. We're limiting ourselves when we do that. I'm not saying that you know, the path that you choose to get somewhere isn't important, but you want to make sure that that is secondary to the spiritual, the energetic part of you. Um, So you always want to make sure that you're planting a spiritual seed. You're committing to something you want to be, do, or have, 
and you're setting a timeline for it. The how and finding out and that process of finding out how you're going to get there is the fun of reaching the goal. And you'll find when you do that, you'll, you'll progress in your dream and in your life and you'll go a lot farther faster. You won't be spinning your wheels or moving laterally. So that was the first piece of advice that Bob gave me. Plant a spiritual seed, and that's what that means. Second, work expands to fill the time allotted. And I love this example. If you think about, I know I've done this before, where my house was a mess, and then somebody's like, well, let me. can I pop over? I'm in the neighborhood. Let me come over. And you know, something that normally would take a few hours to clean the house takes like 15 minutes. Like whoop, 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 throw it in the drawer, close the closets, wipe and clean, everything's good. And then they come in, ding, ding. And they come in, you're like this beautiful, lovely candle scented house, spotless. And you did it in like 15 minutes. Time, work will fill, expand to fill the time allotted. And that's with anything. That's with house cleaning. That's with our goal. So Think about it. If, if you're reluctant to put a timeline on a goal, then it's kind of like, well, someday I'll, you know, give to this cause and I'll build villages in Africa and I'll get this degree and I'll have this, I'll have reached this level financially in my business or I'll have this type of relationship someday. I'm just waiting for it. Well, it's kind of like you're telling the universe, all right, well, someday, someday, well, your wish is my command. Someday can always be someday in the future. So you want to set a date and you don't want to make it like five years from now. You want to you set it like a year from now. I, would, I wouldn't go much beyond that, but set a date so you create some urgency around reaching the goal because it's going to take as long as it takes. And as long as you keep pushing that date out, it's gonna ex- that work is going to expand to fill the time allotted. So having that urgency was, um, was a big one for me. Now, at the time, I was already working a lot and I thought that I had to talk to like 10 people every Saturday and Sunday in order for me to reach my goals. But Bob had me set my goal. It didn't make logical sense to set that goal because in my mind, I didn't have the time. I couldn't see how I would do that. I was already too busy. But I got connected with that spiritual seed. I set that goal and I, I got some urgency behind reaching it. He's like, I only want you to talk to two people a week. That's it. Because if you talk to more than two people a week with all of the work that you're currently doing, you're going to become resentful of this work that you love and that you're doing. And that was scary because I was used to like being in the grind and just jamming through. But that's what helped me creating that space. But also energetically, I had some urgency because I set a timeline to it and I did reach my goals. And then he said, quit getting ready. You're ready. So when, an example, when I was learning and I was becoming certified in my coaching curriculum, there were 12 modules over the course of a year that I was to complete. And I decided, all right, well, I'm, I'm, almost a third of the way through, I'm ready. I've, I've created so much impact in my life just from this piece of d- doing this work that I'm ready now to guide people through. And I'm already, you know, quite a bit away ahead of them in this process. So I just stopped getting ready. I stopped saying, I'm going to wait until I finish all 12 of these modules. And then I'm going to build my website and get some business cards. I didn't have that stuff. 
I started right away talking to people and having conversations and helping them. And if I had waited, I I might still be waiting. Who knows? I remember talking to um, a coach who worked very, very closely with Bob Proctor. And at the time, I was going to get another certification (laughs) on top of the one I was already involved in. And it was another doctorate degree. And that coach said, are you getting it because you want it? Or are you getting it because you think you need it? And I really had to reflect and think, I don't really want something else on my plate right now. I would just be doing it to plow through it. I'm getting it because I think I need it. And I had to shift that paradigm in myself to realize that I'm enough and that what I have is enough. And my 27 plus years of experience was enough. And the work that I've been doing with my mindset is enough. It's time to stop preparing and move into action so that I can stop being busy moving laterally and start moving forward. That piece of advice, those three pieces, plant a spiritual seed, get some urgency behind your goal, set a timeline and quit getting ready. Those pieces of advice were life-changing for me and for my clients, and I'm hoping it'll help you too. So as we close out today's Rat Race Reboot episode, I want to invite you to sit with us and get involved in in your goal, get emotionally involved behind your goal. And we're gonna do that right now and take inspired action that's gonna help you move, develop some urgency, help you make a committed decision and plant that spiritual seed so that you can stop getting ready and you can start moving. So wherever you're sitting right now, take a deep inhale through your nose and exhale. Take an inhale and exhale, relaxing fully and completely. Take one more inhale. And I want you to ask yourself, where are you moving laterally in your life? Where is it in your life that you feel like you're moving sideways and you're just continually getting ready, getting ready to get ready to get ready? Where in your life or in your goals or your relationships could you get behind establishing some urgency? If you stopped getting ready to get ready, you made a committed decision taking a stand for that goal, planting that spiritual seed, and then develop some urgency behind it, where would you be in three months' time? What would be possible for you if there were no obstacles? You made a committed decision, 
I am doing this now by this date and nothing is going to stop me. I am ready and I am enough. Maybe that would be a good affirmation for you for this week. I am enough. I have everything I need. If you did that, where would you be in three months' time? And how would your life unfold in six months' time or a year? And ask yourself, what action step can I take today toward that vision with urgency? And as ideas float to the top of your mind, show up for yourself, write them down, and take action. And welcome back. Get that urgency behind you. Take a stand for yourself and show up for yourself in a big way. Take action on those ideas that came to you in these past three minutes or that come to you throughout the day. You're in harmony with your goal right now. And this is what is taking inspired action is all about. This is how you leverage that so you can go farther, faster, and you're not doing all of the things, but you're doing the right things that are in harmony with your goal. If this was helpful for you today, I want to hear from you. Leave us a review um, on ratracereboot.com. Go to whatever listening platform or podcast platform you listen to your podcast on. Follow us. Leave a written review because I do read those and they mean so much to me. And it also helps with the algorithm to get this message out to more people. So visit us on ratracereboot.com. If you haven't already, download and subscribe on ratracereboot.com to get our Quantum Leap Handbook so you can continue planning and growing and committing yourself to your goals and your big, beautiful life. But until next week, remember, everything is created twice, first in your imagination and then in physical form. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.